Hello. Let it be known that I do not favor total inactivity. I do not advocate sitting and staring out into space while others form and break opinions, argue and agree in equal measure. Those who merely wait and watch the world go by cannot find that sense of fulfilled silence, of peace that I search for in this podcast. For they are empty, void of opinion, of tentacles reaching out and connecting with the world. From what I have seen and heard and explored in the world, it is the one who feels, who thinks, who attempts to know what is and what was and what will be that can truly find peace and silence within themselves. For they, though they may not always agree with other earthly forces, know their own mind. But to find that peace, that stillness, one must think. A person cannot jump into events with a half-baked idea and a determination that everyone else is wrong. They must plan and learn and test to find out what they truly believe in. And they must also learn to express their views, not by shouted words and weapons, but by the calm explanation of the ideas they hold dear. I mean not to reprimand or to preach, but I do want to share, and I hope that you want to listen. Not long ago, almost two weeks today, I was walking from Union Station in Chicago when I saw a group of picketers. The where of it, Chicago, is not important. This could have happened anywhere, but the who, the picketers, is. They were protesting both sides of the much-contested abortion case, standing on either side of a crowded sidewalk and sharing their views with the world or at least the stream of people rushing by, some with their heads cowed to avoid looking at the picketers, some spitting abuse or encouragement at either side. Yet here, I fear that I have made an error. The picketers were not sharing. No, far from it. For you see, my dictionary says that to share means to give, often with joy. These people on both sides of the case were neither joyful nor giving. They forced their case instead of presenting it, shoving it upon me with harsh posters and harsher words. One side displayed horrific pictures blown up until they stood almost as tall as me, while the other waved ignorant slogans. But what struck me most was the sheer amount of hate. It wasn't everyone, pro-life, pro-choice, even the pedestrians who were wandering by, those who were forced into the situation by their choice of path. Each side detested the other with a passion, hurling insults across the sidewalk and staring daggers when words couldn't be heard over the tumult of hatred. The passers-by mumbled freak and idiot 
and grim photograph and thoughtless slogan both. It was the kind of hate that prickled against your skin and made you glad to escape out towards streets uncluttered by bitter words. Each side was so filled with disgust and malice that no one passing by wanted to have anything to do with either of them. The picketers, far from their goal of drawing support for their causes, each made their side so unappealing that they drove away those who could have helped. They made the layperson not wish to make a choice at all, which is something that should never occur. And, be and beyond that, they were so intent on the bad things of the other side that they completely forgot about the good things of theirs. Think about that. These people were so filled with rage at the opinions of their opponents, so caught up in the struggle between themselves and the other, that they completely forgot about the beliefs that made them choose their side in the first place. I heard no one speaking about the value of family or the importance of women's health and rights. I saw no one taking time to explain to the curious about their views instead of yelling them or offering flyers instead of forcing them onto pedestrians. These picketers were in the situation to argue and to rant and to scream until the other side was cowed, not to share what they believed in with those around them. This is not to say that all picketers or all of those protesting on either side of the abortion case are like this. There are people who express their beliefs calmly and with great composure, people who care more about their ideas instead of the supposed wrong ones of the other side. But these protesters were not peaceful, were not thoughtful. They needed to take a single, silent moment to refresh their ideas and opinions, to find their beliefs amongst the thicket of hatred for those of others. And that is why, for today's piece of art, I have chosen the poem Keeping Quiet by Pablo Neruda. Now... We will count to twelve, and we will all keep still. For once on the face of the earth, let's not speak any language. Let's stop for one second and not move our arms so much. It would be an exotic moment, without rush, without engines. We would all be together in a sudden strangeness. Fishermen in the cold sea would not harm whales, and the man gathering salt would look at his hurt hands. Those who prepare green wars, wars with gas, wars with fire, victories with no survivors, would put on clean clothes and walk about with their brothers in the shade, doing nothing. What I want should not be confused with total inactivity. Life is what it is about. I want no truck with death. If we were not so single-minded about keeping our lives moving, and for once could do nothing, 
Perhaps a huge silence might interrupt the sadness of never understanding ourselves and of threatening ourselves with death. Perhaps the earth can teach us, as when everything seems dead and later proves to be alive. Now I'll count up to twelve, and you keep quiet, and I will go. Keep calm. Keep quiet. Remember that views should be explored with silence before charging the world, that your convictions are more important to you than the conflicting beliefs of the other side. And most of all, a brief flash of calm is key to avoiding words spoken in anger. A single minute of quietude is paramount to finding peace with your own views. And a fleeting moment of silence can change the way you think forever. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Twelve.